0: How are we there, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Smashing Crossbar Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, joined by Ben, as always. How are you, mate?
1: Not too bad, mate. I'm, I'm now officially double-vac, so I'll be able to attend some football games, hopefully, in the coming months.
0: Oh, he's got his full 5G range and so forth. He's rearing yep,
1: the the 5G, the 5G is real. Not feeling the greatest still, but
0: we'll yeah. get over it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, welcome to everyone who's obviously jumped in the chat so far. I think we've got about, what have we got in here at the moment? It's about 12, 13 of at the moment, so welcome. all Mostly all Jets fans, I take it. So um, before we get started, obviously, big shout out to Gabrielle Ma Optometrist, our major sponsor of the show down there at Jesmond. Be sure to go see those guys for all your eye care needs, whether it be sunglasses, prescription, kids, or as I said, just that yearly checkup is a good thing to go and get done at least once a year, so big shout out to those guys, and we do thank them for our blue light glasses that we've got on, which our special guest may know a little bit about, considering his brothers all in the whole gaming system, but um, he's he's the professional footballer of the the family, so (laughs) we are very lucky to be joined by Jordan O'Doherty, came to us obviously halfway through last year in the whole debacle with the swap of Footballers of um, who, who was he again? Ben he was one of your mates, wasn't he? He was yes. He oh, was that Stephen
1: Nugarkovich bloke.
0: Yeah, one of your <laughs> mates. <God laughs> Mr. <me. laughs> <laughs> Mr. Underrated. Mr. Underrated. Yeah, he was so underrated. Um, obviously in that trade deal there and so forth. So we've got him on tonight. We'll obviously talk to him a little bit about obviously the season, um, last year and obviously what he's been up to, prepping for this year and obviously a little bit about his career. At, as as of such. I think it's about six just over sixty games long in the A League. So he's not a not a new new wouldn't say he's new to the whole scene, but obviously he's still still young and still plenty of games to get under his belt before his career's over. So Jordan mate, muchly really appreciated buddy. Thank you very much for joining No me.
2: Th- thanks guys. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to chatting.
0: Yeah, absolutely mate. Um as I said, we we're happy to have you on and as I said the Jets fans are pretty keen to get you on and obviously see what you've been up to in the off season slash obviously COVID period and pre season and everything that's been going on, mate. We um may as well start with obviously a simple one. How's how's COVID life been for you, mate? You know what I mean what what have you been up to pre obviously um pre season and stuff like that? What did you get up to? Were you able to do much?
2: Yeah, obviously um wasn't able to head back home to Adelaide where I'm originally from, which is, which is disappointing not be, not to be able to see all the family and friends and stuff back, back in Adelaide. Um, but kind of, you know, gotten used to that life at the moment and being disappointed with borders being closed and things like that. So just, um, was just in Sydney, um, for the, off, the whole off season. My partner was still working there in Sydney before we, um, we made the move up here just, just before we started preseason. So, um, Yeah, so, you know, the COVID in the off-season sort of put a halt to any little holidays or getaways or seeing family, but um, that was about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, you came to us, um, you know, halfway through last season. You got about five games in with us um, before the end of the season. We won't go into too much detail, but how did that sort of come about? Was it sort of out of the blue or were you looking for a possible move away for more game time or what what happened?
2: yeah. I suppose um, obviously it was always sort of in the works with um, Stevie already being signed to the Wanderers for the for this season coming now, Um, and I suppose I guess it just happened sooner rather than later. Um, When the opportunity came up, I obviously jumped at it because I hadn't played many games with the Wanderers, um, and I was just looking for a bit more game time. And um, you know, I was really keen to get across and play the last bit of the season. And you know, it wasn't supposed to happen that soon, but Obviously, opportunity arise, and I just uh, yeah, mate, we made it happen, and you know I was glad that I could you know help out the last few games, and it was actually all right at the back end of last season, and um, now obviously looking towards this season, it's I'm happy to be um, to be a Newcastle player, so it's very good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, as I, as I was saying before, you're just you've just ticked over the sixty mark. Um, Obviously, of games in the A-League over between Adelaide, obviously Western Sydney, and now the Jets. Um, obviously, you spend, obviously, you started, you, well, you were born in Spain. Yes, oh, I like, was, yes. I'm, I'm a foreigner. I'm exotic. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so, born in Spain, obviously, come out here at a young age. Um, what, what was your junior football like? You know, would, do you, would you always play from a young age or were you a late bloomer?
2: Yeah, I've always played. Um, since probably as soon as I could when we when we moved over to Australia, um, I was about four and a half, I think, at the time, and just uh, you know, got into whatever team I could get into at that stage. Didn't know much about anything that you know sort of goes on in junior football and whatever. So, yep. just got uh, got playing straight away, and um, yeah, just played through you know from four till you know when I find, signed my first senior contract. So. Um, footballers in the family, to be honest. My dad played when he was younger. Um, he says that he was a pretty good footballer, but I suppose all, all dads will say that. Um, he does tell a story about a time he had a, a trial with uh, Chelsea, but um, wasn't able to due to his dad, you know, um, being pretty strict on school and, and other things like that. So, you know, he says that he's pretty good. Hope, hopefully he's not um, lying, but, you know, maybe... <laughs> Hopefully the talent came from somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Um, oh, I've got, I got two daughters, a five-year-old and a nine-month-old, and I'm telling, I'm, I'm telling my five-year-old that I was, that I was pretty good. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: 100%.
1: <laughs> I, I make no mistakes in telling, in telling my kids that your dad was a bang average footballer. <laughs> well, and they I can was probably bang average.
2: if you're having a, a kickabout in the backyard, you know, you can't really start telling them you're playing for Barcelona. If you're kicking the ball over the, if you the ball
1: over the fence, <laughs> well nowadays it's more. I've, I've gone down the track of your brother. It's more on controller now than what it is with my real feet. Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's easier that way. Much absolutely. easier,
0: absolutely. <laughs> so, um, guys, obviously over the course of the you know duration we've got him on for, be sure if you've got any questions, whack him in the chat. We'll try, Ben and I'll try and get to him uh, as quick as possible. And obviously, you know, as long as they're relevant, um, we don't want to sit here and talk. As Ben was saying, obviously, he he's got he might have the football outdoor football jeans, but obviously his brother's pretty handy with a controller in his hands. So <laughs> we don't want to sort of sit here and wind him up. And obviously, you know how how shit his FIFA ratings are, and if his brother uses him in, in obviously his Ultimate Teams and all that sort of. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I force him to use. I force him to use me in the Ultimate Teams. It's the least he can do.
0: Yeah or <laughs> <laughs> the all the 85 90, 90 ratings but um, yeah I'm, well, I'm on
2: the be- I'm on the bench obviously but yeah.
0: <laughs> just a fringe rotation the, uh, yeah that's bang, it bang, hey as part average. of
1: the E-League rules they have to
0: exactly right, they yeah. have to yeah <laughs> And a bang average 62 as well I believe it
1: that's not yeah. bang average that's good for the A-League
0: yeah I'll
2: take it you know they um they've given me 74 pays I saw which um I'm pretty happy about um <laughs> but yeah, you know. Could be better. I'd rather a gold card, but I don't I don't think that's going to happen right now.
0: <laughs> Round one team of the team uh, was it Friend team of the week?
1: <laughs> yeah, and gonna, uh, I might I might be team. able to make something happen. I got friends in our places. <laughs> oh, well yeah, make it happen, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak to DK. <laughs> you know,
0: um obviously the one thing I want to talk about obviously beyond the Jets, obviously, you know, we we want to talk about the Jets and obviously how things have been going obviously for pre-season and stuff like that. But the one that I'm sure, obviously, got, I know they've got a couple of coaches in here and so forth is that you're yeah, coaching at um, decent levels and stuff like that. Um, you, you sustained a pretty horrific injury against mm. Perth Glory, which pretty much ruled you out for literally 12 months. Mm. Um, it was almost – was, what was – I think it was just over 12 months. It was
2: – I literally played my first game on the exact 365-day mark, I think, so yeah. – um, yeah, it was a it was a long one for sure.
0: Yeah, it was a. What's that got to do? What's that got to a young to do to a young bloke's confidence? You know what I mean? Obviously, you're playing pretty good football at the time, from what mm. I see the stats and um, you know, yeah, good um, yeah, it was um. Nice
2: do, I suppose if you if you ask any footballer, or any athlete, really in general, that's probably the worst injury that you can you can get. Um, and the news of hearing it, you know, I went down with a knee and straight away they obviously did the tests and knew straight away that it was an ACL and that's probably the worst news to hear. And you, you you know, you try and uh, believe that it's not true. And you try and, you you know, I even said to the doc at the time, no, you're talking shit, mate. You're pulling my leg sort of thing. Um, but he goes, no, mate, you've, you've completely done your ACL. Like, and I could feel as well the way he was testing. it, And it was hard as well. Obviously, um, I'd, I'd played a lot of games that season. I think I'd played 17 games straight or something like that. Um, Good run of games, you know, as a young, young player still. And there was actually an Ollie Ruse camp the next day that I was supposed to be going to as well and obviously couldn't go to that. So it was all um, a pretty tough time initially, um, to be honest.
0: So obviously, was, well, 12, 12 months, 12 months rehab. You know, that's that's killer. And I was, the, the, the boys were obviously playing pretty good football as well, yeah? So, yeah, to sit, sit on the sideline for that long and watch... Get week after week, and then you're you know you're sitting on a bike or mm. treadmill or doing nothing, obviously for a fair while. How how long was was it before you even were able to get up and start running?
2: Well, yeah, it's a while because I actually did um, a bit of meniscus in the same injury as well. That was that's what sort of hindered me from um, doing any sort of weight bearing until the three month mark. Um, right. Usually, they like to try and get your your knee to ninety degrees um, flexion. Uh, by the three months mark but well, I had to hold back on that because I had a meniscus repair as well yep. um, but you know so I had to wait until then and I felt good and I wanted to run then I started ru- running and then there was the other problems from running you know you hadn't run for three months and every other part of your body starts to go and um, so it was real tough and then after obviously getting into it a bit more and running then you sort of feel great at like the six month mark, but you know that you've just got to be patient because, you know, you're almost doing everything, but all you're really doing is just um, respecting the healing process, um, which that was probably the toughest time being like so close, but still so far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those moments where, you know, your body can do it, but you, you continue to put that much pressure on it for the sustained amount of time. You're only, you know, you're only going to make it worse or make the recovery process longer.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like there's obviously there's this, there's all science with it now that. They say after 12 months you're a certain percentage of a chance of not doing it again, and then after 2 years you're another percentage and then so on and so forth. So um you've just got to respect it and obviously like like I said I was young when I did it, so I just needed to make sure that I'd done everything correctly and um and that I wasn't, you know, rushing anything back because still got my whole career ahead of me, so um, but it's been good now. It's been almost two years now um, since it's happened, since I've been back. So, it's, um, yeah, it's been, it's been much better to be, be playing games again and training fully and feel, feeling strong.
0: What do they say? You know, the, the younger you are, the quicker, quicker you heal usually.
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, it's obviously a, a lot easier um, when you're a bit younger, but um, obviously mentally still it's, it's very tough.
0: Um, yeah. well, let's let's jump into you know let's jump into the Jets and talk a little bit about last season and then obviously continue into this one. Um, how, how how was your how do you how do you feel you went? Obviously you weren't here for that long, um, five yeah. games I believe. Um, what were your first thoughts coming coming to the Jets?
2: Yeah, look, I've always um, actually enjoyed watching the Jets in the league because I feel like when they're doing well, they get a really good community following. And, um, you can see sometimes when there's big games, whatever the whole crowd gets behind them and everyone and the whole of Newcastle gets behind them. And to be honest, even just, you know, with the new gold kit this year, it's literally what reminds me of Newcastle to be honest when, you know, back in the day when Nikki Carl did that, that big run and scored a goal, things like that, you know, that's, that's probably what reminds you the most of the jet. So, um, Obviously, coming in last year, I was, I was excited. Um, but I'm more excited for, for this year and what this year has got to offer.
0: Yeah. It's, um, for a Jets fan, it's been an interesting preseason. Like, mm. I'm pretty sure if you speak to any Jets fan um, and you talk about this preseason, they've got to be excited. You know what I mean? Like, it was virtually a full cut Everyone gone that they possibly could, and you know, brought in a whole new squad from, from top to bottom. That's the biggest yes. one. You know, coaches from coaching staff to players, um, coaching staff, players, facilities, everything yeah, the kit change, the club
1: rebrand, yeah, social yes, media. media managers. Media.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I suppose, I suppose, like some with anything, you know, um sometimes things get well overdue for a fresh start. And I suppose yeah. that's what it is now. And um, obviously, as players and, and staff, we're welcoming it. We, we like the way everything's going, the way everything's looking. And honestly, everything is looking re- really positive. So mm. um, I suppose the main one now is to get those fans um, back behind us. Um, that may have, you know, and that's the thing, though. Still, I still feel like they've, they've kept their support the whole way through, even though it's been tough. I just think, you no know, this will give fans an opportunity now to get back behind, you know, the Jets that they love and with a fresh start. So I think it's um, really heading in a positive direction.
0: Yeah, well, we were speaking to Quinton the other day and I think he was saying we're, we're close to 4,000 members signed so far. So guys okay. in the chat, if you haven't signed up yet, be sure to go do so. Um, ben and I do and we don't even live in the state anymore. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> No excuses. And um, not just me. The missus has renewed hers as well. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I, I know heaps of people down here have, uh, you know, that are members and so forth, but you know, still can only get to, obviously, away games or if they travel on the odd occasions. So um, it's important. You know, I mean, get behind the guys this season. It's, it's fantastic. You know? you, 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 we sit here and we talk about Steven Ugarkovich, right? He wanted to leave because he didn't want to rebuild. He, his words. Right? Yeah, his words. Um, right here. I'm, yeah, right here. He's like, yeah, he's he's on this podcast, that um, he was. Yeah, that, that was the main reason why he wanted to leave. He didn't want to be part of a new rebuild and stuff like that. And you know, his choice. Fair enough. Good luck to him. And but if this is the rebuild, it's just not that bad. You know what I mean? No. Could have been a hell of a lot worse if you if, if from a Jets fan. You know what I mean? Um, the plays that we've brought in, obviously, in quality. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. The, the, the front third still worries me a little bit. Um, I don't know what, what it's been like for you at training there, mate, but um, when you lose a bloke like Roy O'Donovan, um, I don't know what he was – you, know, you, you spent a little bit of time with him at the back yeah. end of the season there. You know, just a quality bloke, um, and he's one in two. Yeah, you a lot you look of at his so, stats over his time. He was one in two. A lot of, the, a lot of people sort of go, oh, he's old, he's past it, and stuff like that. He scored more goals last season than the whole – Front four, I think you and I were saying, Ben, yeah. you know, that they've brought in um, in their last two years of playing football. So it's it's from a fan's point of view, it's like, oh, geez, you know, what's they need to score goals, but at you the same point as well, they are just numbers. Let's just premise that. No, 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 exactly right. The leagues are completely different. It could be a harder league, obviously, where these guys have come from. But um, as a Jets fan, you know, what I mean, like it's what people look at. Yeah, you, as, you as only got the
1: information at your disposal,
0: as we've witnessed. You know, if the Jets don't win and they're not winning well, the fans don't come. It's sad to see. You know, I mean, it's really, yeah. really, really sad to see. But that's that's as a, as rewarding. a
1: hard nosed supporter, it's it's annoying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but yourself, mate. Obviously, what's what's preseason been like? We um we were lucky enough to have obviously a chat um with obviously um. I just had a massive mental one. Michael, <laughs> hey, Michael, my, no, freaking damn, Pappas. Um, um, yes, <laughs> Michael. What? Um, we're mm-hmm. lucky to have the fans were obviously lucky enough to have a chat with Pappas um, last week via Zoom, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. You know, like, big ups to Vandy and the team for that. Yeah, don't know many um, many coaches that have been you know been willing to sort of do that closed forum. so forth and as I said we're not going to go into too much detail but he went into a full list of obviously formations and you know video footage of you guys training there at Maitland um you know what he's looking to get out of you boys and stuff like that what's his presence been like since arriving at the club
2: yeah obviously the same as what I said before in terms of you know getting back that um community feel and at the end of the day the fans we need the fans and you guys need us. So yeah. um, it makes sense to, you know, have you guys a little bit more involved and understand the culture um, and the process that we're building um, so that you can really get behind it and then um, support us, you know, through thick and thin. Um, yeah. So it's been, it's been good to, like I said, have a, have the fresh start and now we're building a culture and doing all the right things towards uh, the process and, um, we're going to continue doing that, um, so that we can hopefully have some success this this season.
0: Yeah, um, it's it's no secret these guys haven't been able to sort of um, play any matches. You know, you've been playing mm. in the club, and which is you know, which is fantastic. You know, these are all professional athletes, and the standard of training is high. Um, but it isn't the same. You know, you look at your Adelaide Uniteds now. You look at Melbourne City and. Western United done it. Have no, still have no idea how they got that training match sanction because it was right. Yeah. there the go. Anyway, good yeah. on. Um, <laughs> it's, it's sort of, yeah, but you know what I mean. it's sort of weird. It's like, well, why can't you have one against the coach? Anyway, um, you know, a few A League sides, Brisbane as well, of you know, Brisbane, they're they raring to go. Obviously, you know, they they haven't stopped. They've been after to their FFA train, Cup match the other day. Yeah. Oh, but but even before that, Ben, they had three or four trial games before yeah. that they they're ready to go you know they're so far ahead on like you know being able to have structure and obviously play against opposition um how's it been for you guys you know it, is it something that you guys really need you know i mean do you really want that um time to and obviously preparation to connect with obviously a lot of the new guys in there or are you still sort of getting what you probably would anyway out of the intra clubs
2: yeah, I think we're getting a lot out of the intra club games to be honest. Um, they're obviously played at our intensity, which we're hoping is going to be the highest in the league anyway. so um for us to play those games at that intensity, um, you know it's only going to better us. Um, it's always nice to practice what you've been um, putting into into work against other teams to see how you fare against other teams, but I think we're we're making all the right steps, and like I said, we are getting. Um, a lot of good things out of the intra club game, so I still think it's um, it's been good for us, and we're still going to continue improving just just with that whilst we can, and then hopefully, uh, like I said, we can we can actually still get a few friendly games in before the the season starts.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that, that'd be nice. Was she, and if even if it's against MPL to... opposition, which I do I, Northern's yeah. not playing now, are they? No, no, they they can the season. So yeah, even they can they, the even season. if they
1: call in a couple of those teams and just go, hey, if you're available.
0: That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Now that they've cut it, it's going to be very hard. You know? A lot yeah. of the guys probably aren't even working, so um, they're probably sitting around doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as I said, it, God knows what it'll be. You know, it could be as simple as you, they might, uh, the Jets may have to travel. You know what I mean? It may be that you might have to go to Perth, you might have to go to Queensland. like They've done those pre-season tournaments, I think it was last year. Well, the year before. Just before oh, the, that
1: was like the Surf Coast Cup and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: on the Gold Coast or whatever. And, you know, you of the A-League side sort of got together. And that, it, it may be like that. And I'm sure you'll find that a lot of the other A-League clubs that are sort of sitting around doing the exact same thing these guys are probably ain't going to be opposed to that. They're absolutely.
2: Yeah. Different. Well, to be honest, even, even just the teams in New South Wales, there's a lot of teams based in New yeah. South Wales. Yeah. So, you know, if everyone's, you know, if they're getting the vaccination rates up and whatever else, and they, they're going to start opening things up a little bit more, then um, I'd imagine we'd hopefully be able to play a few friendlies against some New South Wales-based teams.
0: Absolutely. I hear the Matildas coming out to play a couple of games, a couple of friendlies before their games against Brazil, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, know, we know what the Jets under, what was it, the under Jets under 17s or 16s or whatever it was under the Matildas a couple of years back. <laughs> Don't bring that up. <laughs> Absolutely smashing them. Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, what was I going to say? Obviously, you've got a few blokes still to come in as well. You know, that's, that's the other thing. You know, you, Pappas was saying that um, one of the boys is still overseas, you know, trying to, trying to get out of here and stuff like that. He's still looking to bring in another midfielder. Ben, is that right? Was it a midfielder? Yeah, he,
1: wanted to look, he was looking to bring in another, another midfielder and if they could stretch the budget a little bit more depending on the money side of
0: things, possibly in an Australian-based striker. Australian based striker. So it's good. it's going to be a full squad which is going to be fantastic. Um, what are you guys what's what's the coaching staff been like? You were just talking about intensity. Um has been really really high. Um, you look at Pappas, so, you know, you had to spend time in Vange, uh, spent time in Japan, Saudi Arabia. Um, you know, then you've got obviously Carl Dodd Guam international coach. Um, well and truly well known and um, knows his football, and obviously the other guys that I don't know overly too well, but obviously a few of them were in um, Greece, I think. as Yeah. Well. yeah. So, you know, the, the coaching staff is stacked. Yeah. You know, that for me, for me, that was the biggest one. You know, the players are great, you know, a lot of players, a lot of new players, and that's fantastic. But the, to have the coaching staff in, just jacked, um, how high? How high has that intensity been?
2: What's he been trying to get out of you boys? Yeah, obviously, um, you know, he's, he's set the standards and um, the other coaches that are on, on board are able to, inf- like, you know, enforce those standards as well and um, keep us honest in all the training drills and we've, we've got, you know, everything – we've got everything that we need at training and, and we've got all the staff to help. So it's, it's good, you know, with, with analysis and, and, you know, any extras that we want to do after training sessions and things like that, we've got uh, everything that we need at our disposal. So for, for the players, it's, it's great to have um, a good team of coaching staff and who are, you know, willing and able and on, on the, on the right track to, to the same goals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Obviously well, we've seen in that little, um, chat that, that he had obviously on zoom um it, you know the from the analytics uh, gone blank what's it called the, the vita vivo was that what's that new technology they got now the is it vivo the whole the, camera h- hey what is it the huddle no or your, whatever it is it's like that bloody long pole or something like that. he was talking about these guys had like the camera oh, i can't remember. right yeah it's like a vivo, yeah. vivo or some crap Some Swedish new thing or whatever it is. which I I wouldn't have a clue. No, you should be watching that shit anyway, mate. Just watch the ball. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this new gazebo thingy or whatever it was that was high above the ground and stuff like that, which picked up all your movements and I think it picks up stats and everything. Yeah, Vivo. Thanks, Lucas. I was right. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so it's good to see. The new venue's been treating you well as well, mate. How's how's that been like uh, training out at Maitland?
2: Yeah, really good, actually. Um, it's probably the best surface that you can get around Newcastle at the moment, so being able to train on that is um, really nice because not many, not many teams around the league actually have um, training pitches as good as what we're training on at the moment, so it's, um, it's really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that would have been nice about 20 years ago, Maitland. Well, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Making, making us play on the cow paddocks we used to play on back in those days. Oh, right? yeah, we were brought up on cow paddocks. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, it's funny, though. It's funny, obviously, like, with it being a 30-minute drive, Newy lads, you know, they think it's welds away, but realistically, it's not. It's a 30-minute drive. You know, I was living in Sydney for the past three years, and, like, a 30, 30, if you drive 30 minutes, it's around the corner. Yeah. Uh, so, just, Newy just, boys. Just,
1: just remind them that um, 30 minutes from here, we're in Western United's backyard.
0: <laughs> just, we're just less than that there. from their cow paddock of a stadium. Yeah, well, it's true. Just, just, just remind them that Carl Robinson travels from bloody Newcastle to bloody Western Sydney every <laughs> yeah. day.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm podcasting anymore. He's like, Yeah, no, I'm not moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'll commute. I'm happy to commute. I'm like, Fair enough. Carpool, <laughs> it. Carpool it with his bloody. His Carpool with Kenny? Body. Kenny, yeah. Um, there's a tv show idea there yeah exactly right uh what was i gonna say chat have you guys got any questions for the man before we let him go um again maybe we do thank you for jumping on and obviously talking to us a little bit about the season uh how are the new gold kits how, how do they feel have you tried it on
2: i actually haven't tried it on
0: yet i was gonna um, say anything. you were part of the video focus.
2: no i haven't tried it on myself yet but i'm um, looking forward to trying it on um but yeah, it's, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's just good to get back to uh, wearing gold again. To be honest,
0: yes, yes, very much so. I think um, I think the media guys um, have done have done brilliant started the start of the preseason to obviously now with Quinton, um, it's been fantastic. Gold, gold, gold feature. It's happy days. Yeah, really exactly. Uh, yes, yeah. Lucas, what do you got, mate? Got something? I'm sure it'd be something ridiculously weird. He's one of the coaches in the. Where are you coaching now? I think Banks Bankstown or something like that. Um, be some weird shit like friggin' do you have your socks rolled above the knee or below the knee or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he came in before what's... and made a comment about me wearing a long-sleeve shirt. He's like, hashtag save for long sleeves.
0: <laughs> um, I'll, 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 I've got just a, a little cheeky one. Mate. You got any um pregame rituals? Anything that sort
2: of um, – To be honest, I'm not – I'm not really overly superstitious. If I um, if I do something one week and and I end up having a decent game, then I probably will, you know, do the same the next week. But then there's every chance that I might not have a good game, and then it's like, well, that, what's the point of that, you know? Um, but I do like to just chill out on game day and uh, have a nice coffee, nice breakfast or whatever, and and just relax, really.
0: Yep. Very good, very good. And so there's been some weird ones over the past. It's had some. Boring- oh yeah. Weird people on it. Who was it? It was ages ago, Ben. Who was, was it, that I
1: used to, who, who is it that wears double shin pads? Oh, Somebody wears
0: double shin pads. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. Who was it? I can't remember who that was. I remember, I think it was, who was it? Um, oh, now I've gone blank. I think it was Stevie that said he wore odd shin pads. Stevie used to wear odd shin pads. He used to wear odd shin pads. He stated that. Don't He probably, probably doesn't still do that. Um, I can't remember who it was now. I think it was, I think it was Nathan Burns. He was saying something or whatever it is that he used to play with a, a bloke or whatever it was who, um, one day, obviously, before the game, some bloke pulled his chair out from mm. under him as, as a gag and he fell on his ass, but he scored a hat trick and he's been doing it ever since. He's been oh, like, wow. getting a bloke to just sort of yank the chair out of him, you know, just don't tell him when you're going to do it. It's whenever I go to sit down or whatever, just rank it, yank it out before the game and. I'm like, yeah, that's sort of weird shit. But fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, boot of choice. Lucas is asked, do you have a boot of choice? Brand, boot, colour?
2: Um, yeah, I've been wearing the Nike Phantoms recently, most recently. Yeah. Um, they've actually changed the model of them, which I don't like as much, but still, still going with them. I used to wear uh mercurial vapors a lot but then i did my knee in them and i was told i was told that blade studs aren't actually good for uh for your knees so i've been trying to find more circular studs ever since then (laughs) there
0: you go a little bit of of knowledge for everyone out there (laughs) we've got a pair of those in the cupboard get rid of them i'll stick with me classic umbrose thanks it's classic mate. I wish, I, could, I wish my feet would get into a pair of bloody decent Nikes these days. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the other side of the coin. My feet are that small that I can for some brands I can still
0: buy high end kid sizes. Mate, they're just so tall and, <laughs> and contortion and your foot's gotta go halfway up and shit to get into Nikes these days. I need, like, just the basic ASICs or something. Big yeah, point. but you've got a yeah. white foot, though, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the basic stuff. Um, Luke, what do we got here? How have, the, how have the overseas players fitted into the playing group? The, the ones that are out there, anyway?
2: Yeah, really well. Um, all the lads that have come in are really good, and, like I said, we're building that culture where Whoever comes in will will be on the same wavelength and all towards going towards the same goal and great bunch of lads as well. So everyone's fit in really nicely and we've we've made them all feel welcome as well.
0: Yeah, well we had the uh, the, the new goalkeeper jump on last week, um, Michael. Um, yeah, and, and, and he was saying obviously the same thing, you know, like just the boys are getting you know into one another, like, you know, in and around one another. Obviously, there's a few people that can't go home, as you said. Mm. Um, so that's pretty much all they've got. You know the boys, the the family and stuff like that, and you know someone like Michael who's never really been in an A League experience. Mm. Um, it's just what they want, you know. Just yeah, the boys around them and let's take the piss out of them. Let's be honest. Hoffman's yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's
2: most. Yeah, that's mostly what it is—just taking the piss out of each other. <laughs> um, but the thing is, if you're getting the piss taken out of you, that means that they care about you. So yeah, that's see, exactly see them
1: exactly better. <laughs> exactly right. But how so we, how, um, how often is the goat mowing the grass? Hey, how often is the goat Huffy mowing the grass? Mowing the grass. <laughs> oh, I'm
0: crazy. not. I'm
2: not sure. I'm, I'm. not sure. I'm around that.
0: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a run Just a run and joke between the between the goat and <laughs> just mowing his paddock. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah. But they're playing on Maitland now. He doesn't have to. They got to blow for exactly. Right? <laughs> He gets to sit back and relax, the, relax and enjoy the remainder of his career. I don't um, like, And again, I'm going to bring FIFA 22
1: up as a bad example here. They now rate Hoffy in the highest regard, and now that he's over 31, they have changed his hair colour in the game from black to grey. <laughs> he has full yeah, well, grey hair. Well, it's, it's realistic then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they, they want to make it look realistic. Actually, he was in that photo shoot with the shirt, and it looked black as. Like, yeah, I he's dying. He's died in. His <laughs> nah, he must have got
2: the right, he must have got the right lighting there because I, yeah. I can tell you for sure he's, he's a silver fox.
0: Oh yeah, he's gone from the great <laughs> the goat to the silver fox. <laughs> how are the how are the youngsters going, mate? How's Lucas and uh, who else have we got in there? That's Archie the and Archie, Archie. Yeah, how, yeah. How are they, they travel, mate? They had a, had a good back end, good back end of the last season. Got got a bit of game time there at the end. Um, how, yeah, how
2: they, they're doing well. They're they're good young young players, um, and most importantly, they're good young lads as well. So they're uh, they're fitting in the, really nicely to this this style, and all the young lads that have that come and train with us and, and that they're they're uh, they're all good good players, good good young players, and um, it's good to have the mixture now of you know a few older players and a few younger players, all uh, all competing for spots as well, and it just yep. adds to the competition and training and also adds to the quality as well so it's it's been good
0: yeah um if you guys have got any last ones before we let him go we're going to really wrap it up now f- uh, and let him chuff off i'm sure he's got some fifa or <laughs> something like that which is, you know you, do you play a bit of fifa i know, I know you game a little bit and there's probably no choice in that with your brother so yeah
2: i, I do i do try to get into the fifa a little bit um although it does frustrate me more than normal football um end up lot smashing a Controller on on my desk or whatever, but um, no, nah, I, I do try play. I do enjoy playing playing the PlayStation. I just wouldn't play against my brother now. Obviously, it'd smack me. So
1: <laughs> I was about to say, you hold your own against your brother.
2: Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all all of the times that I used to beat him when he was you know younger have counted counted just enough for the time that he beats me now.
1: So yeah, they're worth double <laughs> points now.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've got a really odd and random question for you. First club mm-hmm. that you would ever pick to do a career mode with? Ooh. Well, my dad is
2: a Millwall supporter, so I always used to sort of go for them and try and get them up. Um, and they've been very poor for a long time, so I try and um, get some good players in there and get them promoted because I don't think it's going to happen in real life. <laughs> Not with Gary
0: Rowan at the helm. Yeah. yeah, definitely not. Um, what was I going to say? I was literally going to say something. Oh, yeah, free. you talk about smashing controls and stuff. I'll, I'll give Benny a pass. Sure. Go, go over and check out Corner Flag Games on, on yeah. YouTube or t- Twitch, Corner underscore Flag Games on Twitch. Um, mate, you want to see some rage and some shit thrown? <laughs> Ben's, Ben's clips are the best. Oh, there's yeah, going to be well, more for
1: FIFA 22 because the entire model has changed and it is ever so frustrating. Yeah. I will break controllers this year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: uh, last one for me, mate, before we let you go, is a very simple one. What's it been like without Boogs?
2: Ooh. Yeah, look, um, with you he's know, such a big character and, and uh, influential on, on any sort of group that he's in, I guess, so y- you do miss him. Um, But, obviously, he's made the decision to retire and um, he'll be able to go and spend a little bit more time with his family and hopefully be a little bit less serious than he is sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, no, it was good. Obviously, I was only there for a little while there with with Nige and um, it was good to just get a little bit of an insight on what he's like as a person and as a leader in a football squad. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's... uh, Obviously, wish him all the best in his in his retirement. I think he's enjoying it. He's playing for Charlestown, someone or other. Yeah, so mate.
0: yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go
2: out, we'll go out there and hopefully heckle him a bit. I reckon
0: he's done the dirty on me, the bastard. I had him on <laughs> had him on after he retired. It was like you know, when you when you do go, you're not saying you're going to go straight away, but when you do, head off to Adamstown for me. We need all the help we can get, and then <laughs> quite filthy. Safe <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so to say though, mate. Safe to say that you won't have to go to Charlestown, mate. You, I'd say you'd be coming to training. Uh, I'd say the, the bride will be getting him out of there. Just go. Just go. Just go. go. <laughs> take, take your water or whatever it is. Just sit in the deck chair out there and just watch him train. For God's sake, get it out of me. Yeah, I
2: know.
0: You've been at home for too long now.
1: <laughs> I, suppose he, I suppose he would have been in and around the time that he would have most likely been a player that you looked up to being a young kid in Adelaide and with boots yeah, back then playing, playing for Adelaide. Yeah.
2: Well, he, um, yeah, he was obviously there when they were doing very well. Um, and it was good to see players like that. And it's funny how it sort of goes full circle, you know, you're yeah. watching, watching a guy in the stand from the stands and then you're sharing a change room with him, whatever it is, six, seven years later or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's good to see, you know, the, the person's side of Nige rather than just what he is on the pitch. Mm. Um, which is he's quite serious off, on both on and off. To be honest, <laughs> but no, he's a he's a very funny he's a very good guy. He's a, he's a funny guy as well, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a funny bloke. Freaking, I can't believe you, you, you see how he's um he's shut Barisha right up. Barisha's like fallen retired. He's gone into retirement mode almost now. <coughs> oh, he's playing in the running.
1: he's he's gone to the Kosovoian
0: league. Yeah, something yeah, something like that. Boogs has let him out of his pocket. Boogs let him out of his pocket, and he's. He leaves the A-League. He leaves the A-League. Yeah, so that's it.
2: <laughs> not, not too easy, mate. Did you play with Reeks at Adelaide? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <you bought> <laughs> but that oh, was Reeks. an experience. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a funny guy, Reeks. He, um, when he was in Adelaide, he kept telling us how he's a Dudley boy and, and this, that and the other. And, you know, if I, if I ever go to Newcastle, I can't get into Dudley unless I've... I've got a postcode or something. I don't know what he's talking about, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: that sounds that sounds like such a reason would make him crazy. Um, yeah, uh, he's he's a legend. Hopefully, he'll come back soon. I was actually talking to him the other day before their clash over in Malaysia or whatever it was. And did you, did yeah, you, I didn't I did show you that Ben did I? No. Did you, um, oh, mate, he, he put this ball like he nearly fucked up, like nearly scored a known goal, and then like counters it by like pinging this ball like. 60, 70 metres, and it hits old mate on the chest and then scores. Oh. All, you, all you can see is rogue in the background just doing these fist pumps and shit. It was my goal. My uh, goal. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Wouldn't You wouldn't hear the end of that for sure.
0: <laughs> he's just looking for the camera. He goes, oh, boys up here. Don't worry about him. <laughs> so, oh, yeah.
1: nah, opposite effect when, when he shook hands with uh, Mitch Austin. Yeah, oh. shook hands with Mitch Austin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Austin, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget that. It gets better. It's like a fine wine. That's what it he gets says better with age. Right, really. <laughs> He's like, He goes. That's what my That's what me career will be like. Just go in, taking me CV, just send that. For yeah. Me.
2: If there was a, if there was a highlight to, to highlight Taylor Regan, that would literally be the one.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Nothing else. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I've, done all this stuff, I've done all this stuff but this is the one you need to watch you if, want to, if, you ever wants, if he
1: ever wants to stop playing football and go into uh, NRL all he has to do is show him that clip
2: yeah exactly
1: and contract signed or if he
2: ever wants to go to jail he can show someone that clip as well <laughs> for, attempted, for attempted murder
0: <laughs> Austin still struggles to freaking sleep at night I'm sure <laughs> Being oh, anyway. yeah, no doubt has it, nightmares
2: it, on, about it. It was such. It was actually, a, honestly, a disgrace sort of, of a challenge or bump or whatever it was, but mm. anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, Why I hear it is he got there as quick as he could. Um, <laughs> His words. His words. Um, anyway, mate, we're going to leave it there. We are going to wrap it up. Uh, we do thank you, mate, for jumping on and giving us a little bit of your time to talk a bit about the football and obviously about the Jets coming up. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully a lot of things. Hopefully the... Season hurries up, the days go quicker, and we can get into <laughs> some football. Hopefully, the FFA Cup can happen at some point. Um, so, we get to see a game first down here for once. Nah, 20 bucks, i <laughs> move it, guaranteed. Yeah, personally. I know, I'll move look, it. I'll move it to camera or some shit like that. And, like, yeah, nah, no, <laughs> stuff Victorians. <laughs> I suppose the biggest thing is, as well, is you look at the first five rounds, they've been released Central Coast first, Derby. Um, mm. You know, Jets fans, to get. Pack the stadium for that. Um, but the first five games are in, Sydney, in New South Wales. It's because they so, know they can't yeah.
2: travel. I suppose that's just being safe. Just being safe um, well, I suppose it's a good the thing as well. It's just no travel. Yeah. It just means right. that the second half of the
1: season, there'll be a lot of travel. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, yep. yeah, exactly right. That's, that's fine by us. Plenty of games out in Melbourne then.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nah. Yeah, and, they'll, and they'll space them all out like a week from each other.
0: 20 bucks, yeah, 100%. Three in a row. Just, just <laughs> three stay in, in a row for three weeks. They did it last year,
2: yeah.
0: Now, yeah. anyway, mate, we're going to leave it there. We do thank you, mate, for jumping on. Uh, any last words to the fans, obviously, that we've got in here? I think it's about, uh, what do we got now? 22. 22. You, yeah. in here At the moment. So, any last words to the fans? Um, and, obviously, do you have a chant? Do you have a song? Is there something that the boys can get behind you? Like, did you have anything at Western Union, West Sydney? Uh, right?
2: No leave that up to the newy Newie Jets fans. Oh, right. to Here we go, freebie. Come we up go. With something. Yeah, give me anything you got. Give me your best. <laughs> um, no, but obviously just good times ahead, positive times ahead, and just want to see everyone uh, come out and support us because we'll need it, and hopefully we can all do something special together and um, be good to pack out, you know, McDonald Jones Stadium a few times if we can, especially that first round. Yeah. Against Mariners, if you know, with all with all things considered, if we can have the fans there, it'd be great to have all the fans there so they can watch us beat Mariners in the first round.
0: Exactly. Regardless of the numbers, guys, of whatever it may be, full full stadium, half stadium, quarter of a stadium, just get your tickets. Be part of that quarter if if that's all that can get. That's all the they've game. got. Just just make sure you're there.
1: Makes it all the more special off. and all the more intimate.
0: Get behind the boys. It's going to be a ripper season. And, um, yeah, mate, we do thank you. And uh, see how how things are going throughout the year, mate. Hopefully try and get you back on and see how things are travelling.
2: Yeah, 100%. Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: Done, mate. Enjoy the rest of your night,
2: mate. All right. Cheers, lads. See you, mate.
0: See you, mate. Well, there we have it. Thank you to Jordan O'Doherty for jumping on, giving us a a little bit of his time to talk about the A-League, the Jets in general, and obviously, yeah, he's – his career somewhat to date